0: Hey, everyone. Today we are talking about ingredient number four, which is Persist, and Jesse and I are super excited about it. Over the last few weeks, we have set our priorities and made goals. We have made plans to get to those goals. We have thought about all of the roadblocks that we could run into that could veer us off track, and we've made plans to deal with those so that we can protect our goals. And now we are finally ready to do our goals and really, really persist in getting there.
1: Balancing building a successful business and being a superstar mom is hard. And yet in today's digital world, it's more common than ever.
0: The question becomes, how do we successfully grow a business and children at the same time?
1: Join us for a candid conversation as we share our experiences and insights into marketing and motherhood. I'm Jessie Valle.
0: And I'm Angela Reeder. Welcome to the Marketing Moms Podcast. Okay, today is going to be a little bit different because there's not a whole lot we can talk about when it comes to persisting. Like it really is just doing... The goals, like doing the things that get you to your goal. So what Jesse and I decided we wanted to do is give you a little bit of motivation uh, to keep going, to stick with it, to uh, get back up on the horse, so to speak. And so we each picked three sort of motivational things that we like, and we wanted to share those with you today. Would you like to start, Jesse?
1: Yes, but first I wanted to say that if you're interested in follow it along with us in our balance journal. You can find it for free at marketingmomspodcast.com forward slash balance. And for this section, there's not, like Angela said, a whole lot we can do. So what we decided is we were going to give you your own space to write your own motivation and the things that you can look back on when you're having a tough time and when you do inevitably fall off that horse or you get roadblocked or sidetracked and you just feel like giving up. So my first little motivation that really helps me when I feel down and ready to give up and I'm just overwhelmed is actually a little quote that came on on like a little, one of those little blocks that I found at Hobby Lobby. <laughs> But it's like the one thing that I don't put on my wall because I have things behind me on my wall, like motivational things. But this is one that rather I put in front of me so I can see it. And it says, dreams don't work unless you do. And I really resonated with that because it was just like, listen, you can dream up all you want. But until you actually put action into play, it's never going to happen. So you, like, dreams, I mean, and I'm not trying to downplay any of the manifestation things that a lot of people believe in, but you can manifest all you want, but it's never actually going to happen until you put work towards it as well. Like, it's a combination. You can dream it up, you can hope it happens, but it's never going to happen unless you actually do the work and make it happen. So that's why... That quote really speaks to me and is that one thing that I have in front of me all the time to just remind me when it sucks, hey, guess what? It's not just going to happen for you. You have to work towards it. You have to work towards that life you desire to live.
0: I like that. That reminds me of something that was in the anti-time management book, something about dreams not waiting for you or dreams not being patient. Yeah. I like that. So the first one that I want to share is actually a proverb. I'm pretty sure it's a Polish proverb. Um, At least that's what I've been finding, you know, what you see on the internet for what that's Mm -hmm. worth. And Jessie's heard me say this a thousand times, and it was the first thing she (laughs) brought up when we talked about (laughs) doing an episode talking about our motivational quotes. And it is, not my circus, not my monkeys. (laughs) And (laughs) I hear it, I've heard it more and more often lately, but... For me there's a little bit of a two sides to this. So on one hand, not my circus, not my monkeys. If it's not my problem, if it's not something I can directly fix or control or change, I'm not going to worry about it. Uh, I this comes up, I say it to myself a lot dealing with clients, dealing with my kids, <laughs> dealing mm-hmm. with my house. Like, if it's just if I can't do something to fix it, then I am not going to worry about it. And the other side of that, not my circus, not my monkeys, uh, is that I have to remind myself that those things that are out of my control are actually out of my control. Like, I can't blame myself for things happening that were out of my control. Like, I can't blame myself for missing making a homemade dinner because one of my kids had a surprise band practice after school, like... It's not my circus, not my monkeys. I didn't have control of it. And so I need to just let that go and give myself grace.
1: Yeah. And even things that you think you have control over, like what your child chooses to put on in the morning. (laughs) She may look crazy, but guess what? Yes, you could make her go back and change, but at the end of the day, it is her life too. So not my circus, not my monkeys. If she wants to self-express by wearing mismatched clothes be my guest. And it's it's also about it and same thing with like clients. You know they're going doing something that's not best practice. You want to change it. You have the power to change it. But you yeah. can't at the end of the day cuz it's not your business. It's not your decision. Yep. So it's just about stepping back and instead of putting your foot down on things or really like <laughs> trying <laughs> to make people do what you want. Just yes. step back and not my circus, not my monkeys. Yeah, Angela, that's like been her like sl- personal slogan the entire time I've known her.
0: <laughs> yeah, it has. It's what keeps me sane. <laughs> okay. But, and so, I've I have actually seen a few TikToks lately where people have been kind of flipping it around, and they'll say something like "Not my circus, not my monkeys," and they'll say, "Oh wait, those it, those are my monkeys." <laughs> 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 uh, it's so funny okay so my second
1: one was attributed at some like at times to Thomas Jefferson which means that Thomas Jefferson never said it um, <laughs> yep. it's like Thomas Jefferson and um, Abraham Lincoln like those are the two people that get All attributed with so many quotes that they never
0: said yeah, or John F. Kennedy. That's the other one.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah. So there's this awesome site called Quote Investigator, and they, like, do the research to find out who really said quotes, which I think is amazing. So anyway, um, it looks like um, the earliest person that said this quote was actually Coleman Cox in 1922 in a collection titled Listen to This. I am a great believer in luck. The harder I work, the more of it I seem to have. So to me, that's – it. it's kind of like – because the version that I always think of in my head is the harder I work, the luckier I seem to be. So it's along the same way. Like the idea is that guess what? Luck has nothing to do with it. Luck is not something that just happens to you. You work towards it. And guess what? Good things happen (laughs) when you persist. Yes. You know, you just keep trying. And yes, like there's stories of – and Angela, you've said this a lot about the whole um, uh, having so many – it's not that they invented the light bulb. It's that they found so many ways not to make it.
0: (laughs) Not to make a light bulb. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Uh, it It's kind of like that, like yes, you're gonna fail, yes, you're gonna fall off the horse, but guess what the, you just keep persisting and finally it'll work. I think I also think of people like the Wright brothers, for example, you know, trying to get that airplane up in the air. They had a lot of failures and a lot of mm-hmm. machines that just did not work, but people don't often talk about all those failures; they just talk about, hey, they got a plane up in the air, yeah, cool, but like they didn't just get lucky and magically find a way to get an airplane up in the air. So it, it's things like that. Like luck has no, – I mean, you can get good breaks, but guess what? You're more likely to get a good break if you keep persisting and you keep trying over and over and over again.
0: Yes. And to go along with that, I actually read a thing the other day about imposter syndrome that was talking about the Wright brothers and it was talking about being afraid of doing something and having it not be perfect or not be the best or whatever. And it was saying like, when you think about things like the Wright brothers making the first airplane, that first airplane that flew was objectively the worst airplane ever that has flown. Like, because from there people built on that, but they still built the first airplane they were still the first person to do it nobody goes like well they didn't really build a very good airplane though (laughs) you know no they built an airplane like so that just kind of I've been thinking about that a lot lately with you know we talk about imposter syndrome or feeling worried about trying something because we're going to fail or not do it perfectly Um, so that kind of reminded me of that
1: yeah absolutely that's a really good point too (laughs) Or, or let's say that even with like the light bulb, nobody talks about how bright or dim it was. I have right. no idea. What if it wasn't
0: very bright? No one's like, or the eh, fact they that made... they burnt out after like two hours. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> absolutely. All right. So my second quote is um, attributed to Seneca. It says. Joic philosopher and it says whatever can happen at any time can happen today. And I like that because it's meant to be kind of a warning that like it, you know anything can happen you don't know what's going on you really should just live your life. But also it's kind of exciting to think about like anything could happen like I could get that big client that's going to change my business. I could you know um do something for my kids. That's really going to impact their lives. I could make a choice for myself. That's going to improve my health because it could happen at any time. So why not make it today?
1: Yeah. I like that. Yep. That's good.
0: I don't really have anything else to say about it. Okay. (laughs) All right. So what's your third one? (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh.
1: Um, <laughs> you guys it's early in the morning it's uh, so sometimes early. weird things happen just roll with
0: it. yeah and it's <laughs> it's been a day for both that was the first thing we said when we got on our call this morning was it's been a morning already
1: <laughs> oh yeah because we totally met like 15 minutes late to begin with <laughs> yeah <laughs> okay so my third one is actually not a quote per se it's actually like a little story. And this does have some religious tones to it. It talks about God, but if you're not really religious, I feel like it, just considering a higher power or luck or it doesn't necessarily have to be God to make sense and we can dissect that after I'm done. But it it's very very short. Just follow with me. I really when I'm having a really tough time, I ask myself Is Your Hut Burning? Which is the title. So here we go. The only survivor of a shipwreck was washed up on a small uninhabited island. He prayed feverishly to God to rescue him, and every day he scanned the horizon for help, but none seemed forthcoming. Exhausted, he eventually managed to build a little hut out of driftwood to protect him from the elements and to store his few possessions. But then one day, after scavenging for food, he arrived home to find his little hut in flames, the smoke rolling up to the sky. The worst had happened. Everything was lost. He was stunned with grief and anger. God, how could you do this to me? He cried. Early the next day, however, he was awakened by the sound of a ship that was approaching the island. It had come to rescue him. How did you know I was here? Asked the weary man of his rescuers. We saw your smoke signal, they replied. It is easy to get discouraged when things are going bad, but we shouldn't lose heart because God is at work in our lives, even in the midst of pain and suffering. Remember, next time your little hut is burning to the ground, it just may be a smoke signal that summons the grace of God. I like that. Author unknown. So basically, again, you can kind of get rid of the the God feel if that's not your thing. But to me, the idea is that it's about perspective. This guy thought he had lost everything and his his one little hut he had built was burning to the ground with all his possessions and, and it was like a bad situation just went worse. But if you switch the perspective, it's... Hey, it was burning, but guess what? It was a smoke signal to the rescuers who came and yeah. found him. And so for me, it's like, okay, when something – it's just about perspective. Like I said, you, mm-hmm. you, you're upset. Things aren't going right. But then you switch it around and you're like, okay, well, what if I look at it from this angle? Mm-hmm. How can just a slight shift in perspective change everything? Uh, I'm trying to think of a, of a really good example. Um, let's say – okay, e- even if it's something like – let's say that you're – we always keep saying the home-cooked meal. Let's say the home-cooked meal is one of your goals and you're, you're working towards that and then you find yourself not spending your time cooking because instead you're spending your time playing Barbies on the floor with your daughter. You feel like a failure because you didn't have that home-cooked meal. But if you change perspective, you're like, yeah, but is it more important to me that I spent that quality time with my child when they're little before they grow up and leave me? Oh. (laughs) Like, it's all about perspective. So in those times where you feel like you're failing your one goal, what are you doing instead? What's happening instead? Switch the perspective and see what's really going on. And actually, that might help us in next week's episode as well when we talk about ponder, which is kind of like the reflection looking back. You have to realize, wait a minute, was this in the end really one of my most important
0: goals that I wanted to prioritize in my life? Yeah. Yeah, I like that. A lot of a lot of life, I think, is about perspective and the way you look at things and – how you how you feel like it's impacting you as opposed Mm -hmm. to how it's actually impacting you yes all right what is your third one Angela so my third one and I'm sure someone else has said this because there's nothing new under the sun but it's actually something that my mom used to tell me all the time when I was a kid Mm. um, because I was an anxious kid And so she would tell me, don't waste time and energy worrying about an outcome that you can't change that might not happen. Mm -hmm. And so I find myself telling my kids that a lot too. (laughs) And it can Mm -hmm. be something as simple as when I sent my kids to preschool, I was really, really worried about how they were going to adapt to the new routine because they'd never been in daycare. They weren't used to having, you know, a schedule like that or having something that they had to do at a specific time. And that was another, that was a time that my mom reminded me of that. Like, I can't change how my kids react at preschool. Like once I drop them off, it's out of my hands. Like you're, Mm -hmm. you're the teacher's problem now Um, (laughs) and they might be fine. Right. So don't waste the time and the energy worrying about it when you can't do anything to change it and it Mm -hmm. might not happen. (laughs) Right. Um, And my kids hate hearing it from me as much as I hated hearing it from my mom. But when they get older, they will be appreciative. (laughs) Yes, when they get older, one of these days, just like I did, they will look back and be like, "My mom was really smart."
1: (laughs) (laughs) That reminds me of actually, it's one of my favorite quotes. I I didn't put it on my list. It can be my honorable mention. (laughs) Around the school that I used to work at, there were all these motivational posters around the whole school. But my absolute favorite was this picture of a rocking chair, and it said. Rocking chairs – wait, what did it say? Um, Worry. Worry is like a rocking chair. It gives you something to do, but it gets you nowhere.
0: (laughs) Oh, I like that. That's very cool.
1: the whole idea is that like why waste your time worrying about, like you said, things that may not even happen. Mm Mm-hmm. It's just a waste yeah. of time. Like, yeah, it gives you something to do. And guess what?
0: It stresses you out. But at the end of the day, right. it's not
1: going to change the outcome like you said. Yes.
0: And going back to last week's where we worked on protecting our goals, you know, we did take a minute to think about all the things that could come up and make plans for those. But then once mm-hmm. we've done that, don't worry about it. Quit. It go. Don't spend your whole time that you're trying to do your goal going, what if I fail? What if I fall off the wagon? What if I miss a day? Like, it's you'll be fine. Yeah. You can't change the outcome and you can a little bit if you're doing like a daily task or whatever, but sometimes things just happen and you don't get to control your schedule or, you know, the surroundings. And, and you might not, you might succeed. You might get to the end and go, I did 30 days of drinking water when I was supposed to, or I just made 30 home cooked meals in a row. I read to my kids twice a week for a month. Like you get to the end and you can be surprised (laughs) that you actually did do it because you didn't spend the energy worrying about failing. You put that energy into not failing.
1: (laughs) Yeah. You put energy into just doing it. Yes. I, you know, speaking of that, I, I mean, we're all about motivation right now. I think that Nike's just do it is like (laughs) the best (laughs) slogan ever. Like just do it.
0: Yes. Yes. And I will say, uh, for my honorable mention, going back to the one that you were talking about, about luck, one of mm-hmm. my favorite quotes about luck is luck is where preparation meets opportunity. Yes. And I really I really like that because I've seen that in my business and my life where I've been working towards something and it doesn't feel like I'm getting anywhere and then all of a sudden an opportunity presents itself and I can take advantage of it because I've been working on these other things and I go, man, that was so lucky. But it's like, was it or did you just get an opportunity you were ready for?
1: Yes. Oh, I love that. Because I have felt that it's, it's like the whole imposter syndrome thing. Sometimes I'm doing mm-hmm. something and I'm like, who am I to deserve this? Oh, it just yeah. fell in my lap. And it's like, dude, it did not fall in your it lap not just because your lap. <laughs> it could have easily been given to someone else. And mm-hmm. instead, you're the one that got to take advantage of this opportunity because you were ready and because yes. you had prepared. So, uh, especially when you're yeah, thinking about imposter syndrome and thinking things are happening to you, no, they're not. You are yep. ready.
0: Yep. And when you're working on your goals, think about it as preparation because we're getting ready for those opportunities that are going to come up that are go- we're going to be able to take advantage of because we've reached these goals and because we've gotten a little bit further along than where we were. Yes. All right. So that is our
1: motivation to you as you start to persist and work towards these goals, even when they don't work out exactly as you had planned, which they inevitably will not. So just accept it. (laughs) And, (laughs) and this is what you can do to kind of say, you know what, today was hard today. I didn't do what I wanted to do, but guess what? Tomorrow's a brand new day. I'm going to try again and think about these motivations. So we're going to put for this section of the balance journal, spots for you to put your own motivation whether it's a quote whether it's a saying whether it's something your mother said my mother's favorite quote was life's not fair so yeah.
0: <laughs> I think that was a favorite quote of most of the parents <laughs> in that generation of most parents I know like, <laughs> I
1: suppose we could have dissected that for this instance as well but uh right <laughs> I like our other ones better <laughs> But like whatever it is that you need to remember, because obviously those the quotes we shared speak directly to us and they mean something to us, but I'm sure you have little sayings and mantras that you tell yourself. So we're going to have spots for you to put those in your own balance journal. You can grab it for free over at marketingmomspodcast.com forward slash balance. And we have both printable and fillable PDFs. So you can print out the good quality one, or we have the spots where you can just fill it out digitally. So you can just open it up on your web browser and fill it out. It's super simple. So take advantage of that for free. And next week, we will tackle ponder, which is the last balance ingredient. And we definitely want to know how things are going. Find us over on Instagram at Marketing Moms Podcast and share with us what's working for you, what you're having trouble with. Can we beat your support system? All the things. Your favorite motivational
0: quotes.
1: Your, yes, your favorite motivational quote. Make an Instagram card and tag us. I can't wait yes. to take a look at them. I want to see all the motivation. We motivated you. Now you motivate us. Yes,
0: you motivate us. I love collecting motivational quotes.
1: (laughs) A hoarder of the best kind. (laughs) All right. And we will see you next week.
0: Thank you for joining us today. We're so honored. This is where you chose to spend your time. If this episode helped
1: you in some way, please share it with another mom who needs to hear it. We're in this together.
0: And if you're looking to spend even more time with us, visit marketingmomspodcast.com for more episodes, free goodies, and ways to connect.
1: Don't forget to check out our brand new Marketing Moms book, now available on Amazon.